Welcome to the voice of St. Anthony Parish from Alston, Massachusetts, right here on WROL, 9.50 a.m., 100.3 FM. You can also hear us at catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com, where you can check out our website. You can check out the archives of the show. Connect. We're going to be doing more with my uh, Substack uh, newsletter, so check that out. We'll find out more what's going on and do all that kind of stuff over at catholicaudiomedia.com. Well, today uh, we're going to hear the homily that I gave on Saturday night, and it's the homily for the prodigal son. So as you may or may not know, I I update my homilies every time I do one. So I really write a brand new homily every week. I know there are some that do the first three years of homilies because it's a three-year cycle, and then they update them as it go along. But I write a fresh homily. So you may have heard anything I've preached before on the prodigal son, but I always put something new. And as you know, I like to connect the homily with things going on in the world at this time. So we had some interesting things going on. But anyway, uh, so let's look at what it is that's happening in the story of the prodigal son. Let's look at it, how it affects us today. And what's the message that Jesus is trying to preach to the people. You'll hear in my homily, I talk about two audiences that are affected here. Actually, there are three, the one that's listening, but there are two audiences. What are those two audiences and how can we look at that? Anyway, this comes from the four o'clock p.m. mass at St. Anthony in Alston, Massachusetts. So let's switch over to the church and hear what I preached. Today's gospel, of course, is the well-known story of the parable of the prodigal son. We want to look at this and see this in, a, in our context for today. First of all, you see that it's the story of the son who, according to the elder son, had gone away and um, spent his father's money on uh, prolificate living and prostitutes and everything else, and he comes back. So what's going on here? Well, first of all, as in mostly all the Gospels, when you look into the story of Jesus telling the story, you have to look at two audiences because there are two there. The first is the audience to whom Jesus is speaking, and they are the Jews who are listening to him. The other is the audience to whom the Gospel writer writes, and that is Luke's audience of Gentiles. So there's actually two different groups there. The Jews have an understanding of forgiveness, and so that is being expanded. So they have an understanding that this is how he's defining forgiveness, and he's explaining it to them. In fact, the Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches that in that um, where Jesus is eating with sinners, it is taken as an invitation to all to the banquet of the Heavenly Father. And so we see that. Now, in the Jewish community, as I said, they have an understanding of forgiveness. In the Gentile community, they don't. And that's still the case. And so oftentimes you will hear stories of people surprised by the understanding of forgiveness because that whole concept of forgiveness did not exist uh, for many in the uh, Gentile community. And as the modern community turns away from the Lord, you're going to see less of a concept of forgiveness. 
That's what cancel culture is. Cancel culture is someone said something 50 years ago and now they offended people and therefore they have to lose their job, they have to lose their status in society. Why? Because we do not believe in forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very powerful reality within the Christian community. There are atheists that are scandalized by it. They are shocked that there is such a thing as forgiveness. So we see the, um, the prodigal son come back and the father sees him and he welcomes him back powerfully. And then there's this interesting little character that many people forget. It's the servant who stirs the pot. Hey, do you know what your father just did? He just killed a fatted calf for that loser son and that loser brother of yours. So uh, I just wanted to let you know. So he's stirring the pot and the brother gets angry and then he comes angry at what has happened. What the brother represents is the law and there is no mercy in the law. This is the law, he took his inheritance, he went away, he has no business coming back, and by the way, he has no business, uh, anything to do with you killing the fatted calf, that's the law. So we're looking at that, and this elder son is speaking the law, no mercy, he doesn't deserve anything. The father responds because he understands something that the elder son doesn't. The younger son was lost, that's what he says, but he was literally lost. He was alienated from his people. We get that message because he was with pigs. He was alienated from even non-Jewish people because even they're not talking to him. They weren't even feeding him. He had completely lost his humanity. It was gone. And suddenly he decides to come up to at least be treated like a human being. And that's when the father embraces him, the father's message is mercy because he was no longer treated as a human. He had lost his humanity. The older son doesn't understand this. The law without mercy is, again, the older son, the father represents mercy. The most legalistic being in all the universe is the devil. Any exorcist will tell you that. The devil is very legalistic. That's, why the, that's how the devil operates. So what we understand from our theology is the devil stands there and says, and lists all the sins from little ones to big ones that you've done all your life, any one of them should condemn you to hell. And the Lord says, yep, you're right, and convicts you of all those sins, but the Lord has mercy. And the Lord says, yep, you're right, he, he or she is convicted of all those sins, but the sentence is put away and invites you into the kingdom. If someone rejects God and wants nothing to do, is, comes obstinate in their sins and rejects God, the reality is there's no recourse to anything but the actual law that is outside of God because they have, they have purposely cut off the relationship with God. That's what hell is all about. It's not that God casts someone into hell. The relationship is cut off and they fall under the law, which we see very well with the elder son. Doesn't belong here, send him home. Don't kill this catted faff, get, get him lost. God is bringing mercy and that's what we stand for, the mercy of God. Without the mercy of God, the law is as unforgiving as the laws of physics. 
If you break the law of physics, there is no recourse for you. If you fall out a window, there's no recourse for you besides a miracle. That's it. The same way that God is saying, but in God is the mercy of God calling us to be freed from that hard, um, that hard law. So you can see what we stand for. We stand for the mercy of God. So we have to live that mercy when we treat others. We turn to the Lord and receive that mercy when we go to confession. That's what confession is. You go in and you restore your relationship, basically your God's sovereignty over you, and now you are back in with the graces of God, so you have recourse to God. Whereas when you cut off your relationship, that isn't there. So that is what we stand for. That is what we are all about, a world with mercy, and that's what we're called to practice because, as you can see, a world without mercy is very harsh. You're listening to the voice of St. Anthony Parish from Alston, Massachusetts, right here on WROL, 9.50 a.m., 100.3 FM. You can also hear us at catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com. We'll be right back right after this. I want to call your attention to Catholic TV, which offers great faith-filled, family-friendly programming 24 hours a day. You can find your cable channel at www.getcatholictv.com, and you can watch online on the free apps or check out the YouTube channel. Daily Mass, Rosaries, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and the Our Lady of Perpetual Help Novena are all available online and on demand. Check out CatholicTV.com. And don't forget our own website, CatholicAudioMedia.com. That's CatholicAudioMedia.com. You can check out our website, and you can. I'm going to be doing more with Substack. I'm going to. We're going to work on a few things with Substack, so you're going to see that. So you can connect to our Substack newsletter. You can hear the archives of the show. You can do all kinds of things over there at CatholicAudioMedia.com. Well, in any case, uh, we heard this powerful message. Now, there's something really strange. I don't know. Coincidental might be a better way to put it. The reading is on the prodigal son. Now, there's something called the, the common lectionary. So that lectionary is shared in various Christian faiths, including the Anglicans and the Lutherans and everything else. So everyone has been watching what's been coming out of England, with, of course, the death of Queen Elizabeth II and, of course, the rising of now King Charles III and his two sons. And people have been watching the two sons because you think of, think of going to church as that family and that's the reading as a way of kind of saying, kind of working together, as they, they, commentators have said they're kind of working on doing. But isn't that ironic that of all the weekends, that this is the time that they're recognizing uh, what's going on in their family, this is the reading. And you know, because Prince Charles is now King Charles III, and he is now in, in the head of the Church of England, you know he will be going to church, along with, I'm sure, now the new Prince of Wales, and possibly uh, his brother in the United States or in London, wherever. But anyway, kind of interesting, so keep an eye on that. In the meantime, have yourself a blessed day. We will see you again tomorrow at three o'clock in the afternoon. And until that time, we'll see you then. Take, take care. 
If you would like to support our program, please consider a donation to St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts. There are several ways to consider this. One is to purchase any of our merchandise, which you can find at the shopping tab at catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com. There are coffee mugs there. There's also my latest book, Encounter Christ in Your Humanity, all of which you can find at the shopping tab at catholicaudiomedia.com. You can also donate to the show directly through either the Donate tab, also at catholicaudiomedia.com, or by sending a donation through the U.S. Postal Service with your questions and comments at 43 Holton Street, Alston, Massachusetts, 02134. That's St. Anthony Parish, 43 Holton Street, Alston, Massachusetts, 02134. Finally, the best way you can support our parish is to attend Mass on Sundays at 10 o'clock and be a part of our parish. We thank you for any support you would like to give to St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts, the sponsoring parish for this media outreach to Catholics and other Christians in the WROL, WEZE, and podcast listening audience. In Cristo vivimos.